Bienvenido al excelente podcast de Hombres Jóvenes. Bienvenido al podcast de Biosión Homes. Procrastinate podcast, Malori Luyed. Welcome to the Fine Young Men podcast, hosted by me, Jack. And me, Andrew. And today we're joined by our special guest, AJ. Hi, AJ. AJ is a fellow fine young man. Like ourselves, he has come in today to talk about some very interesting topics, some stuff we've, Jack and I, have been kind of discussing on our own, and now we have brought to the podcast realm. So it'll be pretty, pretty exciting. Jack, do you want to tell our listeners today what our topic is? Space. 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 The final frontier, as Star Trek calls it. More importantly, let's talk about what space is and the cool mind-blowingness of it all. So, when you think space, what what do you guys think of, just off the bat? Like, immediately, what comes to mind? Like, do you... Stars. Stars, that's right. Endless expanse. Kind of like the big... Abyss. Abyss. There we go. Abyss. Right. You know, scientists always say we only know, like, (laughs) like 10%... (laughs) Could alluded to the ocean as we only explored a small percentage. Right, scientists scientists say we, we only know about like a very very small portion of our universe. Right, if you look at it, if you've ever seen those like scaled like websites that show you like oh this is the size of our planet and the size of the Milky Way and the size of our galaxy and just like keeps going up and up and up. It makes me sad. It's it's frightening, right? I feel so unimportant. Right, like little like little bits of dust. But then also it's uplifting. Right. Oh, explain that. We're so meaningless right. that nothing really matters. Oh, <laughs> but shit, right. it does. I think when people talk about space, there's a couple of things that come to mind. There's how tiny we are in comparison to it, and there's always the wonder, is there something else out there? You know, is there alien light form or some higher power like like there has to be something like AJ some do you think there's aliens idea. yeah AJ what yeah, do you think I think there's there's got to be something just I'm not saying from human experiences and reports that that's just as accurate but definitely just when you look at how expansive space is there's got to be some there's other planet some. just like us oh, we yeah. can't be the only ones I think it's almost ignorant to think that right what do you if you were to imagine what an alien life form would look like what do you what do you imagine that mm-hmm. being uh, a lot of us think there's going to be superior and in form and that's a possibility, but I think with, with the materials we have on Earth, uh, we don't know what other materials other planets are going to have. You know, We don't know what they're going to look like. We don't know if they're going to be like f- flesh and bones or more like a, a metallic structure. So right. I think it's just out of what we can really think of um, at this point. We kind of talked about this on our Would You Rather, if we'd rather the aliens be robotic. Oh, yeah. Like or bag and bones. Yeah, so flesh and what blood. would you prefer? I think flesh and bones would be easier to relate with in terms of a on a spiritual level because and when people talk about seeing aliens in Area 51 and this and that, they, they see these flesh and bone sort right. of creatures. Right. It, it calls into question, we think, we're here on Earth, right? Humans are kind of, we're at the, the top of the food chain. We're kind of like the top dogs around here. But introducing some other equal if not you know superior-esque life form it's, it's kind of frightening i mean there's definitely a life form that's superior to us right. and there's ones that are inferior to us i think it'd also be like you said ignorant to assume that we'd be the top dogs in this crazy universe that we live in right i always think it's interesting when you look at science fiction or those types of movies that involve aliens how they're either like very benevolent or like they're out to kill us right it's either it's like us versus them or the whole alien probing us trying to figure us like like very much imprinting our humanistic character like our characteristics onto them right like what would we do if we found other life form well we would study it that's what they would do to us you know they'd capture us in a ufo and probe us up the butt or whatever the heck like it's it's always interesting i think why is that a thing well, i think i think i've talked about this briefly in my time i'm in a science lab and we talk about when you 
are trying to imagine life forms and your only experience is like humans like you're gonna imprint like your own characteristics there because we don't have a map of what another thing would be what its motivations are maybe maybe it's not even like a physical entity right you just think of waves of energy or something like what you know is considered life in that whole ordeal the most we can draw upon is what we've experienced we can't really imagine something like outside of that at least not entirely so that's why i think you see all those like either good good aliens or bad aliens or like tiny little green men or something like yeah. something we can relate to on some level yeah i think we're definitely applying our human experience like we have with mythology mythology is just a blown up version of human experiences like love hate and war and i think when the religion started to grow it's more of just like you know people see god as a father figure you know that's just a human experience you know father and motherhood and things like that it's, i think that same sort of thing would be applicable when you're talking about extraterrestrials because we don't know and our human experience is very unique Jack, what do you what do you think what do you think your ideal if you had to pick the type of alien race out there their motivations and all that what would you want to find or have been found so like if i was abducted Let, yeah, let's 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 say yeah let's say you're abducted what kind of what kind of aliens do you are you confronted with do you imagine in your head okay so like their appearance right yeah anything yeah i'd like them to be shiny Right. <laughs> and uh, I want them to have really big heads. That's right. Yeah. And like their eyes to be right. super spread apart. But they have cute little glasses. Right. And they have tiny little noses. <laughs> so maybe, maybe these are the comedians of the universe. They're running around just abducting people, bringing joy, yeah. and like doing little, like, look at us, we're funny. You know? Yeah. Little <laughs> yeah, clown exactly. noses, they honk. Well, no, their, their voices are really like. And they <laughs> they point at you and screech, right? Yeah, and they have one foot, so they just hop around. Maybe a Squidward nose. Right. Yeah. Little little do we know, Jack is actually perfectly describing the yeah. alien race out there, and they're hearing this right now, and they're going, "Holy shit, he knows!" Yeah, like, well, <laughs> you know that that's got to be one of them out there, right? There has to be something. What? That's that's the thing about the universe, right? It's expanding and so insanely large, we can't even grasp that. So, like, the idea that there could be anything out there and there is anything out there, like, that's, ugh. I know that that has tantalized, you know, writers and authors for, you know, years, just, like, that thought. I think it's, it's just so interesting. What kind of snacks do you think they have? Oh, alien snacks? You know what? I bet you they have really boring snacks. Yeah. I bet you the reason they're finding us is because of our, how much we enjoy snacks on Earth. And we're like, holy shit, you guys got Cheetos? Not Cheetos. That's right. That's so good. Oh, my. Cheetos! And Doritos? That's, that's, what, if that, what is this? Fritos? These all rhyme. They're just, like, so shocked and odd, you know? Yeah. We just eat pebbles And they just, home. like, consume like, them by the bag. Right. They, they, they don't even bag. eat the things inside. They're they super the fast at everything they do. When right. they come to you, they <laughs> hop super quickly. <laughs> they consume everything in seconds. Right. Oh, that's funny. And poop it out. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> I feel like your first experience with an alien, you just see it, like, pick up a squirrel and just, like, drop it in the That's right. Oh, yeah. I feel like squirrels would be the first to go. They'd be like, right. mm, what is this thing? And they'd yeah. be super quick and they'd hop up the trees that's yeah. so true what if what if they incorrectly assumed that squirrels like ran the world like that was the first being they came in contact with and they're like, they're like these guys get it like they're controlling those trees they're running around like these guys yeah. clearly get it and they think we're in control of them and then they amass a squirrel army and they just world domination that way have you ever been squirrel watching I have not been squirrel watching. Squirrel hunting. Yeah, you have? You've killed? Some shot, yeah. What? Do you think the alien saw you? Survival. I need to learn how to skin Survival. a squirrel. Survival? Yeah, I want to learn how to skin a squirrel. There oh my you gosh. Go. Well, wait, wait, so you killed me. it and then what? Yeah, well, my friend was the one who killed it the first time, and then he taught me how to skin it. And it's, like, really hard to, like, pull the skin off the back of the legs. But, like, once you get it off and, like, we seasoned it, it was actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, like, I, you know, if I was oh. going to... 
die, brother. Eat a squirrel and die. What do you do with the skin? I don't know what he did with it. He <laughs> put it in a little bag. Right. <laughs> He's now making I'm a blanket. That. Now I'm thinking of aliens coming to Earth to skin us, and I don't yeah. like. I don't like that picture. Have That's you seen terrifying. The Twilight episode. Like. Oh, the, which one? You know, the very. It's like one of the famous ones. I think it's to serve man, and like it goes on for a while, and it's like these people are here to help them. They're like, we're gonna help you to serve man. They have this book, and they were translating the book, and the book actually turned out to be. In the end, a cookbook, and they're like, "It's a cookbook," Stop. and that was like the plot twist <laughs> that to serve man, it was called to serve man, and they, oh, they just wanted stop. to eat humans. Like it was, was it was a play on words the entire yeah, time. That's so- <laughs> yeah, that's great. I hope I hope aliens have as much love for like language linguistics like that, and they just come here like, gotcha, and it's like well, you're in a pot now. Oh, that's you think so they fun. made music? Alien music? Well, they oh, definitely so. do. What if they have a sixth sense that's not even ears, and it's like another sense, and there's like something with like music, but that right. goes to that sense, you know? But what kind of sixth sense do you know, think they like have? Like a psychic ability. That's what I right. think aliens like. To me, an alien, if I were to experience one that I would like want to see, would be like this benevolent being has like harnessed these energies, almost like a higher form of us. Like right. I think one day we might be in those psychic realms ish, but I would like to have like this all loving creature who would be. Have like more of a um, want for fulfillment and like care for us, you know. Like right. I feel like a lot of like you know war and everything. We don't care about each other as much as we should. I think that I would like to meet an entity that really does care. Yeah, I think that would be a wake up call. Right. Do you think this entity would be limited by like space and time, or do you see that like beyond that sort I of? No, I feel like there's like different dimensions and realms and right. stuff they operate in. I don't know. We probably have aliens like know. going through us right now in this room, just like going through us and like figuring us out and like trying to like move what if what if everything we've ever done is in control by aliens or a higher power i guess that's where god comes comes in right like the whole like um, spirits right the whole spiritual side could be aliens too right oh my god a lot of people think that the um inseminization of jesus was actually an alien you know because like how would they write it back then when they had no access to science or anything like that right they were gonna write this immaculate conception they Uh didn't have any sexual intercourse or anything this baby just like came out you know right and this this being or whatever came down this angel gabriel came down you know how would you describe a a craft you know except an angel with wings and that's a theory yeah. Oh, and in a For way, sure. like a- the whole concept of angels even are like aliens to us. You know, this mm-hmm. this higher form that well, I guess you know still w- within the Christian viewship being like under the authority of God and that whole realm. This thing being that understands more and is alien to us. I think in a- every biblical account, when you have these people like introduced to angels, they're always frightened. They're always afraid. Cause, like, what is yeah. this? Like, what? Like, your God, I must worship. He's like, no, don't worship me. Like the whole idea that just the appearance of these beings or something like that noteworthy and that emotionally inducing is just it's really interesting what if some really dumb aliens suddenly appeared right. on our planet on accident uh-huh. like we like to think of them as super smart but he shows up and he's like what am i doing and just then, like an animal like you know right. yeah just like alf have you guys seen alf it's oh yeah just alf like, he's just like all he wants is just like some food and just to chill like that's he's kicked six games like you guys are smart man <laughs> yeah. all right you're right actually yeah, yeah that cool. shows ideal <laughs> the first alien life we'll find will just be like organisms and right little animal things right well that's, that's the whole thing like scientists are you know constantly searching for just planets with water just like looking for life like carbon-based life forms that's the only life forms we are familiar with you know the carbon based so we're looking any planet that has the possibility to sustain that just any like single cell or like microorganism like that that would be huge discovering that the implications of that are like massive too tangible proof that there's you know other aliens out there you know, like not saying maybe like not saying that we don't already have that proof and maybe the government's hiding it because i know that whole didn't like the government like release 
something they just released recently. a few files i think but a lot of it's still confidential and like right. there's yeah but there's a video that's like yeah, big now of the ufo and that's f-18 pilots that are navy pilots you know like reputable people who are not gonna you know lie about stuff and it's on footage while they're on a mission you can hear them talking about it too they have ways to measure its movements and it's just not anything we can do that's crazy. with an aircraft that's yeah. crazy. I thought I saw a UFO, but it was just Elon Musk's space train or something. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that just went up? Or... Uh-huh. Well, or maybe that was a cover. Maybe that's what he wants you to think. It was a few months back. <laughs> One's supposed to land today or tomorrow in the, in the Mexican Gulf. Oh, really? Oh, no, that's kidding. cool. They're coming back. Yeah. Yo, Area 51, what's going on in there? I know. Well, like, we I... never ended up having that big party. Right. I've been watching X-Files recently, like the original series, and that show does such a great job of creating these, these scenarios where the government like it's like full knowledge of this and she's trying to figure out this stuff and gets like tidbit of information tidbit and like gets you know taken away like you can't prove it being exposed like i uh molder who's fox molder who's like the kind of the main guy in the show it's him and scully he is like very much the observer like he sees all these crazy things but no one really believes him because it's so outlandish so the idea of like you know people who do believe they've been abducted or stuff like that they can't you they'll, they'll talk about it all day like who believes them right so like if that did happen like how do you prove that because let's say the government is in on it let's say they are hiding it it's your word against theirs and aliens sound pretty crazy to me if you're asking some random person you know so it's that whole idea is always so frightening because like what if you did get probed how do you prove it do you just live on forget like, i mean spread them cheeks right <laughs> why what? why did why did anal probes become such a big fixation in the alien community i want to know that <laughs> what does the x and x file stand for um i think it's it's, it's right know. like unexplained phenomenon like so it's that. like yeah. there's um it's just all this stuff there's it's that show isn't just limited aliens it's like a lot of like weird like you know either mutants or just like supernatural Super. elements the whole thing is just stuff you cannot explain with science alone and like this just doesn't seem to make sense so it's Mulder who like completely is like believing all that and like trying to find the truth and then it's scully who's like his skeptical partner who's like always grounded it's like no i need tangible evidence like no i need proof which you need her because otherwise all the you know you have nothing to support Mulder's claims but that's that show does a really good job of playing with it and like not showing too much to the viewer and you kind of like like left your imagination like oh shit what happened if you had to live on another planet in our solar system which one would it be oh gosh yeah let's say let's say they're livable okay what's your favorite planet mine's saturn Saturn. i like the rings saturn's dope yeah i've always had a soft spot for neptune neptune's pretty sweet neptune just seems sweet there's cool there's an episode of like the magic school bus i think i don't think it's neptune i think it's on pluto the one kid who's always like oh really do we have to go like he takes off his helmet his head freezes in space and then they break him and the, the next scene he's back on like the bus with just like a cold and like that scene scarred me as a child i was like what like, was he the red-haired kid yeah he was the okay, red i've seen that he yeah was, he was the annoying whiny kid that everyone was like dude just it's so fun why are you freaking out this is a magic like literally a magic school bus like chill out miss frizzle's probably an alien oh she totally is yeah. and that little iguana she has with her um mm. suspect oh suspect. yeah he's sus, sus. right <laughs> what do you think about astrological signs uh, <laughs> astrological uh, astrological <laughs> like the whole like uh like aries taurus on it yeah i just watched oh, yeah. a thing on it and it was like you know they're like actually zodiac. Like, yeah on zodiac signs and astrology mm-hmm. and um you know i was kind of into it for a while like my sister was into it for a while and uh, you know, I'm a Leo. I look at the things. I was like, wow, you know, it, every everything you read, it sounds accurate. And everybody reads it, oh, it sounds accurate. And then when you look at it and, you know, you hear these people talk about it, scientists, and, like, there's nothing to back it. You know, they've done even tests to see, like, what it, what happens when you're born in these different times. And 
Yeah, you can. I think you can definitely see a difference where people are born in different seasons, but it's a slight thing. I don't think you can really change a personality like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Unless you're going on to it with a spiritual level, but a lot of these people who follow astrology don't like spirituality. And I think it's just like a common set of tools and psychological evidence and knowledge of the human experience, just like all religion seems to be, to put into like work the workforce. You know, like a lot of people use astrology to figure out people and whatnot, and they do these readings and stuff. Right. And I think all of it, like no matter what sign is, is applicable to every person in a way. Right, that, exactly. Yeah. They do like those generalistic terms of like, oh, you're stubborn but fierce, but people who know you yeah. know you're kind-hearted. Like it's like that whole, exactly. I think it, I think it all stems from the idea of we want to have an identity and we want yeah. to have a firm belief like this is who I am. So when, when you're saying, no, there's this higher reason, look, you were born in the state, that means something, you know? I remember in middle school, there's this website, it would say what your day is going to be like. Oh, so right. I would just look at every day, I'm like, ooh, two weeks from now, I'm going to have a good day, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> I still get a notification on my phone like every other day, and it's, and it's just like, drink more water. Then, <laughs> it'll go from that, and then it'll, it'll go from like, your spiritual uh, treasures need to be buried in blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Are you parched, AJ? Oh, yeah. I had, <laughs> there was, was so weird because I was like I didn't drink any water that day it was right. it's like how did you know I was like freaking hey what are your funny. middle names oh Thomas John Conrad Conrad oh okay right, Conrad that's solid <laughs> it's like Thomas John, John. Conrad I, I forgot I'd have to share mine <laughs> He's like, oh shit, wait, turn it back open. Are you guys familiar with like the CoStar app that kind of goes into astrology? I or have, whatever? That's the app. I'm that's the one. About. Okay, the water one. I had, dude. It told me to exchange real, no, fake vetting wedding vows with my best friend, but do it in an actual church. Like, and I was that's just like, cute. I was like, what? Like, well, it's it's funny. I'm like, I'm like, and then it told my friend, you need to practice more telepathy today. Is this like a satire <laughs> app or is this like legitimate? I don't. I saw that. I haven't looked at it much since. Maybe it was like an April Fool's thing or something like that, but it was like weird stuff. And I was like, what does that mean? And then it would, it would say, it's like, your sexual life is horrible today. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> well, was it? I don't think so. Not that specific. I think it was fine as far as I know. Mm-hmm. When I think this stuff gets kind of crazy is like, so I just put up the app and there's a few like, like therapeutic kind of questioning and, and like answers to certain problems and things. But then the explanation for it is your Neptune is an Aquarius. Which means that you typically seek escape with your feet firmly on the ground. Like, how did they think that, oh, the planet moves this way, so this means that, you know, they're just... And they've been doing astrology for so long in the ziggurats. You know, that was our first real religion. They looked at the stars, and they made the patterns, and the shapes, and this Mm -hmm. and that. Right. It's very archaic, but... Yeah. It's interesting that that has you know lasted so long and become you know such a thing because i think I, I still like know so many people who like live by that stuff it's like if i'm dating a leo like i will yeah. kill myself like right <laughs> so, i don't get that like, hey what's your sign oh I, I, I just want to be compatible I right it's exactly like, like, <laughs> what's your compatible um, i don't know about that one you know <laughs> oh man Anyway, what what are some some deeper truths you guys think are real, just like in life, like universe wise? What what sort of what sort of things you cling to for meaning? If you had if I had to ask, if I was allowed to ask such a broad and <laughs> very demanding question like that, what are things we think of for meaning? Yeah, just like just like what like what sorts of stuff maybe outside of like your ordinary experiences you kind of like hold to be true or like 
like what kind of I don't know what kind of thing do you like look to in life like how to like how what motivates you through the day and all that stuff servitude and gratitude probably I've tried to work towards that and it's really fulfilling and Mm -hmm. I think the meaning of life and maybe that's a whole nother question so I'll let you go on AJ I think for me lately, it's been changing a lot, especially this summer. But mm-hmm. for me right now, it's been destiny. You know, I think mm-hmm. about like ancient people and they talk about their destiny and, you know, they throw themselves into these crazy situations. And I've been watching a lot of like Holocaust videos and genocide and like all these people dying at young ages and, and death. And it's just crazy. And, you know, I see what was their destiny, you know, and I think there are some people that are just destined to live. And, and if they are destined to live, they will live. And I think we all have to kind of find our, our destiny and what's really mm-hmm. going to because there's there's things in our lives, especially now in modern day. That give us kind of like a fire, like a, you know, pleasure seeking, you know, we get all right. these rewards from everything so fast, but there's something that's like beyond all that, that provides kind of an analgesic effect, like a pain killing effect. Like, that's just like pure passion. And you got to like kind of find what that is. If you're so passionate about something that um, you can pull off like feats, you know, like people lift cars and stuff. When right. They, like, oh, yeah. Like, adrenaline rushes. Yeah. Like you gotta, the, you know, the parents us. to like yes. newborn infants yes. or something like that will just like lift an entire car. Yeah, or something I want to like find like something in right. life where I can do that every day. For, for, right. to help people you know right like, I don't know I think well you guys both mentioned too like focusing on helping other people and I think that's really cool because they're I think we live if you'll let me we live in a society if, we, if I can use that term uh, which very very no. very <laughs> very self-centered very focused on the self like it's very independent like you gotta find out who you are like what you matter like all yeah. that stuff and that can be that can be good like kind of focusing that but I think when you do that to an extent it can almost become a, um, a fault because being able to focus on other people and try to improve the lives of those around us like that is such a um, rewarding experience yeah you know you think about like if i'm if i'm having a really tough day and i just can't like shake i just can't shake a bad attitude or something like that if i go out of my way do something like minor nice for someone they don't even have to like be acknowledge it yeah they don't even have to acknowledge it and i can still feel intrinsically i'm like okay i feel a little bit better now because i've helped someone else you know i I find that i feel even better if i'm doing something without someone asking me to or maybe even knowing about it because there's really no incentive other than everything you do in life is selfish so i guess why well, i, I wonder that it, it's selfless and selfish right. at the same time but it's the good kind of selfish i right. guess i think that about that stuff all the time like am i ever doing am i doing this act of servitude for myself so that way this person thinks more of me or am i doing it out of the kindness of my heart am i like trying to dissect your own motives is such an interesting thing whatever's the hardest to do whatever like almost you know kills you and is painful to do i think the hardest you know when it's really hard to help somebody i think that's when you get the most grace for it right speaking of aliens i was just thinking about this yeah i feel like when aliens come down like their their view of us is going to be like why do these people need each other like we we need humans Mm. are like herd and you know we need each other we're we have this collective like consciousness and you know it's we're being separated from that right now i think and it's not good but like humans are always like helping each other and and want to be there for each other and you know, people spiral into depression and loneliness will kill people, literally. Right. You know, we need other people. Like, conversation loosens up so many things. I think when aliens come down, you know, I feel like they'd be more like individual thing, entities. And I think when they come down, they'd be like, why do these people need each other? Like, it's strange. Right. I feel like aliens would, like, eat each other and not think right. nothing about it. These people right. just, like, why do they bury their dead? You know, weird stuff right. like that. Like, right. we are Do you so, want to be buried when you die? Uh, yeah, You know, I kind of do. I've, I've, I've talked about this with um, my girlfriend and stuff. And I think... There's something about being put in a hole and just rotting. Like there's, some, there's something about that. I think. I think this well, I took think, a turn. I think. Well, just like, I also <laughs> you become uh, part of nature. Nature feeds off you. Right. Right. And I also, I also do believe that we have um, a soul independent of our bodies. 
And so, my like, uh, sorry, just to cut no, you off, my it. grandma does not. So, like, oh, yeah? she's not an organ donor because she thinks once you oh, go up to heaven that you're not going to have right. them. Dude, I had my, my ex's mother, when she found out that I was an organ I donor, she did not like me. She was like, she was like, she was like, he's an organ donor? Because I, I think she that. was, she was Eastern Orthodox uh, Christian. And so that whole, the whole idea of you need to preserve your body Catholics. for later. I mean, right. I get it. It's Catholics, a weird yeah. thought of people right. like going in. Some people, yeah. right. Some people, some people have that thought. I, mean, I don't fault her for that. She truly believes right. that. So I understand. Uh, true um, Catholics believe there's a soul body in it, but your soul leaves your body. So like, you know, my um, bioethics philosophy teacher was telling me, you know, the organ thing is because we primarily don't believe in like the, I think it's like the self mutilation and the, the mm-hmm. you know, because um, it's like a whole principle of double effect. It's like you're giving the organ, but it's, you know, it's, it's strange. Right. There's a finality to that. Like, I feel like if you told me I'm going to die and you're burying me in a grave, I always imagine, like, you know, coming back out, like zombie coming out. But, like, if you're giving away my heart, like, that doesn't work, you know? And yeah. so, like, the whole, I think that's it's coming, part of it, maybe maybe deeper down, is coming to terms with, like, yeah, that, that body's life cycle is over. Like, that, that's it. And so that that can be a very scary thought. The whole mortality element. Yeah. They have like um, a thing where you're planted into a tree or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what like my girlfriend that. wants to do. Yeah, she kind of vibe with that. I think cool. that's really cool. I love trees. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Like returning. You're giving more to life life's back to. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Did you know that deer, when they go to die, they like to like they're limping and they're they bitten the leg or whatever, and they're gonna die. They like to die right next to trees. No so I've always found bones on next to trees. Slater's always telling me it's all energy. You know, they want to be with the energy that's still alive. That feels like life. You know. There's like. Many, you know religions that kind of focus on the whole energy element and like the deeper meaning and trying to reach a point of enlightenment into where you're connected with like the fabric of the universe and I always think that's such an interesting concept like having there's like this this deeper purpose ingrained into into like the universe itself and that you're trying to approach that and maybe it's those things like maybe it happens over life cycles maybe you have to like you know, reincarnation or whatever but like the idea that you were all connected in that and all life is connected and trying to figure that out and like you know ride that wave in this sort of way yeah. i think that's 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 a really interesting uh that's an interesting viewpoint yeah you know what i wish we did different was funerals Ooh. it's supposed to be a celebration of life but it mm-hmm. always just ends up being really sad i wish there was some kind of way to go about it where you could actually make it a celebration rather than everyone in a yeah. room crying around I think your that's dead a big, body i think that's a big western thing though you, yeah. know, you see funerals and other places you know day the dead deal de los muertos uh, right mexican like they're celebrating the dead you know that's you know it's not just a funeral but a lot of coco times good movie yeah yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> and you know and other cultures view death to different like arabs they don't grieve the same way western people do mm-hmm. you know i have a friend who's a, a marine and when he was ever deployed over there he didn't understand why when these little kids were stepping on landmines why their parents wouldn't grieve the way oh, they would you know right. And he had, like, a, another translator tell him that, you know, Arabs don't gr- grieve the same way you guys do. You know, they, they have this spiritual thing that grounds them, and it's right. different. Out here, you know, we're a little bit, you know. Right. We, we have this different set of things we learn from That's childhood. true. What do you think happens when you die? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I am, I am at the end of the day, I am a Christian. And so I have, I have very mm-hmm. much the uh, beliefs of heaven and hell. But I have kind of, there's an interesting viewpoint, I think, with hell, which I kind of want to discuss. If that's yeah. not a scary subject. Please do. Um, there's this uh, theologian named uh, Timothy Keller, who I've listened to in the past. And he has talked about, like, the idea of hell and how we've completely, we've lo- we, we are completely misunderstanding what that is in terms of, like, what that means. 
So with the idea, the concept, and within the Christian theology, the idea of heaven being once you die, you are in paradise with God in perfect communion for all eternity, and then in hell being you are not with God separate for eternity, and that rather than this like torturous, fiery place that we imagine of like just endless pain and suffering, rather it is more an extension of our life here on earth, but just that we don't we don't get that communion with God. We don't get that like deeper meaning stuff, and we just for eternity like we don't have that deeper fulfillment you know which i think is terrifying can you imagine yeah. like the idea of like you live like you living a life that never ends that you never get fulfilled and you never will and you just slowly like you slowly like all the little vices you have mm-hmm. so bit chip away nothing is like lasting you know that's no matter oh how God. hellish your life gets on earth right god is still always there that's kind right. of like a christian you know and then when you go to hell without God, you like I had this weird dream one time. Ooh, I like, love weird dreams. Tell me about okay, it. Okay, so it was like a dream, Ooh. and I was in, <laughs> in hell. And I knew I was in hell because we it was like my family, and we we're all like lined up. It was almost like you know, like not pearly gates because we were in like a city. It was like okay. a dark, dank city. Dank, yeah, dank. <laughs> dank, like dank. And it was, you know, and it was like this weird bald guy like checked us in or whatever. And I remember like it was kind of bits and pieces, but I remember driving around and it was just like addiction still existed, crime, everything still existed. Every like hell we have here and vice we have here, God was just taken out of the picture. It was just amplified and we were left right. to it. And we like, it was on and on and on. That's that's the real like. Yeah. That's you know what's crazy is yeah. in my dreams, so often I find that I can fly mm-hmm. and it feels so real. I, I don't have right. wings, but I can actually flap my arms up and down. And then it seems like I'm awake and I'm like, why do I not normally travel like this? Right, exactly. And, and then I wake up. And, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. it's but, forgotten. Right. It's. I think the human experience is so interesting because so much of it is grounded in the physical sense of like what we can touch, smell, hear, taste, like that idea. And when you take, when you take that away, when you try to like move to like a step beyond, like it's so weird. That's why like in dreams in a way, I feel like you almost tap into that. Like our subconscious plays these little stories for mm-hmm. us, but it's like you're kind of you're released from you know the rules of reality like you're able to kind of like exist in this you know world that your mind creates and the idea of like like whatever happens in there and it's always it's going to relate back to your experience as a person but i think you know kind of going beyond the the groundedness that we have in reality i always think that's so cool because it's like right you're kind of like out of like i think there's never been a dream where i have a clear conception of time like everything's always like what like i'll like i feel like i'm in there for years or whatever for like whatever and so it's like i, I think dream it's just such a cool phenomenon that's why it's there, crazy there, actually there people like, who study that all like that's ugh, like lucid dreaming too like yeah. being able to control that i've that's, been able to do that I've, actually like, very few times I've but that's happened lot. like I know oh I'm yeah a freak but like i've had these like tangible experiences <laughs> where i've like touched stuff and then like come back and like i had to like take a day just to think about it like yeah it was that profound and i've had these ones where i just be like blasting through like a like a wet forest full of trees but i was like flying and it's just like i felt the whole thing like the wind it's so real and i meet these people like these entities that are like kind and it's Mm -hmm. it's strange it's like your life that you want is like manifested subconscious your subconscious what you want is manifested differently like there'll be people there who have hurt you or whatever and it's just different like these weird like realms it's strange Maybe so I should just said I've lucid dreamt, but I'll have a dream and then I really liked it, mm-hmm. and so I'll make myself think about it over and over again. Oh, yeah. So when I go back to sleep, oh you it have comes it again? Back. Oh that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Like one in particular is I met SpongeBob when I was like I don't know <laughs> nine, so and I was like I got I, I had more to say to him, and right, so right. went back to sleep and he was there. I had a dream. This was somewhat recently. This was maybe within the like last year or half year or something like that. It was a very like I think cliche kind of like 
ascension like where you like you wake like it's just like white and you feel yourself going and i remember feeling so at ease and so at peace like i i woke up and like i was almost on the verge of tears i was like what the hell what is that you want to go back right yeah you're like you're like like, what was like i need to see more of that you know what's your craziest nightmare because that reminds me of one of mine when I was younger it was pure white and Uh there was these huge balloons underneath me and I had to keep running because every time I took a step on them they'd pop and then otherwise I'd be in the infinite abyss of just nothingness and then above me was this big clown head laughing and laughing (laughs) it was just horrifying I don't get like the textbook nightmares I got so I had a concussion from a car accident and that messed Mm. up my head so then I had these I had sleep paralysis for like a solid two weeks oh damn and yeah and that was the craziest thing because you're totally conscious and you have that if I like felt the shadow figure like lay on me and I swear you felt like the yeah. warmth of something laying and you Ooh. can't move and it's like you know it's like these demons and you'd have people the worst part for me was you'd hear people screaming like in your ear like right oh, they shit. were like right here right. and and they would be screaming your name and screaming your name and then um or just saying weird like things you unintelligible things it's, right. it's just insane that's that's terrifying oh, oh my gosh that is that's i was gonna yeah, mention my word. yeah that's whoo, terrifying. i didn't want to sleep anymore like right. i was, yeah, like, no, I was like i told my mom i went in my mom's room i'm never sleeping again i don't need it i had i had a similar sleep paralysis dream but it was like i think it was like an alien abduction type scenario where i was like on this table or whatever like that but like i like woke up but it was like this loud ringing and it wouldn't stop and it kept growing in intensity and i was in my room like i was conscious and i could see but i couldn't move and i was looking at the light i remember looking at the light under my door trying so hard to move and the ringing just getting louder and louder and louder and louder and so eventually i snapped out and i was like oh, oh, dude you're freaking me out right when now when you snap out of it it's like it's making me tense. Kind of. right and then like okay so like then you like shift your body weight and like you're so all drowsy you like you go back to sleep and then you're like locked back in it's right. terrible and you like try to get out it takes so yeah. much like willpower that comes right. from like nowhere because you're not really right. it's like supposedly the way to get out of sleep paralysis is like wiggling your toes and focusing yeah, very that's slow. what I had I would yeah. what I did was squeeze my hands and oh, I would slowly okay. squeeze my hands enough till I felt like my blood pressure would start to get up and right. I'd be able to move oh my god do y'all believe in ghosts Oh. I've had an experience once, so technically. Yeah, I was just thinking, when you mentioned yeah. the wiggling of the toes, right. this, like, lady tickled my toes, kind of. <gasps> really? Yeah, so pretty much I went to this hotel, and they gave us some room, and they had a magazine for the hotel, and when you opened up the pages, it was like, this room in particular is haunted. And then we look outside of our door, and that's the exact room number, and apparently it's called the Pink Lady, and she jumped off the balcony and killed herself, and she's known for... So maybe she didn't tickle my toes. I don't know. I felt like maybe I felt something i'm not sure but i do know that the radio turned on randomly and i think the window opened that's that's like and something with the shower that's the paranormal (laughs) stuff that like goes like when my mom is like taking pictures in abandoned places her camera always shut off or something and when i had this experience like i think it was saint Catherine dragsel because there's this old abandoned mansion she used to like work at and Mm -hmm. stuff and she's take care of the kids it was like a beautiful ghost story like the loving like warm kindness feeling i felt was like mm. something i've never had before like you know this was complete like sober experience you know we're walking around this mansion right. and it was just like this warm weird kindness feeling we didn't know what what else because we like hear like different like buzzings or, or your, one of your ears would go out like ringing for no reason mm. that kind of stuff yeah Dang. That's so interesting. I saw <clears throat> there was a ghost story I watched, or like a horror movie-esque kind of ghost story I watched the other day. What I think was it, it was called? The Pretty Little Thing That Lives in the House, or That Little Pretty Thing is Me, or something like That's that. It's a long title. It's, yeah, it's a long title, but it's it's this, it was really cool because the whole, it kept describing ghosts and the whole death thing as rot. And so it was this idea of like this spirit being like rot and that like this, so it's like this caretaker goes in this like this old author's house and this woman has written many like horror stories and she 
like you find out that she's got these stories from a spirit who actually lives in a house and the caretaker becomes slowly more and more aware and it keeps manifesting itself in like a rot in a wall or like she has this vision of her like arms just getting bloated and like disgusting like full yeah. of pus and stuff and then like oh not pus it's, right and it's this whole thing and she like the whole idea the whole story is like how the spirits stop talking to the woman to the author and and the the, the woman's like has dementia and stuff she keeps calling the caretaker's like the ghost's name and then it's like why did you turn your back on me why did you turn your back and this person's like what are you talking about like I'm here I'm helping you and then eventually the ghost like appears to the woman scares her to death and then she dies and then she's she's like the new like she's the apparition as well and the whole like, like the whole I don't know it was just it was really unsettling because this ghost the way the ghost had died had been murdered in the house and had been like hidden in the walls and like the idea the whole idea of like haunting right like of like having this like vengeance from beyond the grave or this like unfinished business that you know must we have to mess with you know the mortals like that's just that's freaky to me you know have you seen ghost adventures no i don't think i have so it's some tv show oh no it's such a joke is that the one where they like look for the ghosts in the house and stuff well just a bunch of different haunted places right and it just seems so staged a lot of it's not yeah it's just like oh my gosh, I heard something, and then the playback's like, are you <laughs> and, then, and he's like, I think he said he's going to kill me, and he's going to murder my family. They're like, are you Confederate? Right. Or are you a Union soldier? Exactly. They're like, he's so Confederate. Did you say something about our backyard? Well, I remember one time, me and you, you got like this little ghost hunter kit. You oh yeah, you're right. We went out in the Whoa. backyard. Dude, we got like scared shitless, and we like ran back. I think we got as what far as like, the playground. I don't know. We just walked out there, and I think we like heard something or something. We heard like a squirrel or something. We just moved around. Oh my gosh. Yeah, ghosts are wild, man. What do you think happens when you die, AJ? Uh, see, I don't know. And, you know, like, my view changes. You know, I used to be very, very Catholic, and I was very, very much heaven and hell, and now it's it's sort of changed. You know, there's I feel like there's so much out there. I feel like there's these realms and dimensions, and I feel like, what you know, I, there's a point where I didn't really think what we did on this earth sort of mattered, and then we just kind of go where we go, and it's just like this thing. But now I think what we do on this earth does really matter, and I think we're going to be sort of, like, judged on how our, we use our experiences to help other people and things and i think there are going to be like levels to where we go and you know i wonder i always wondered this if earth is like our first place if this is our right. like birth and like this in the whole spiritual journey we're going to be on you know we don't have any memory of being anywhere else really mm-hmm. but and then we're gonna move on when we die to somewhere else and i, I don't know right and i don't think any of us can really know and yeah you know, again when i think about the holocaust stuff like these people died right. so young like where did they go why are they, you know why am i still here right. living and they're not it's like yeah you know what tricks me out i don't like the thought of there being nothing after death it really freaks me out it does motivate you to want to do your best while you're living but right. i kind of like that security and thinking right. that okay well there's still something afterwards if there's some kind of regret that i have let's say someone's like passed and i wasn't able to i mean this isn't something that's actually happened to me but just you're never gonna have that i, I think know, our resolve right our experiences are so liminal and it's so like it's so tangible to us like you, you can't imagine that just like ceasing like existence over like it's just you, you can't even visualize that now you can attribute that to that's because we will that's because we will live beyond it like, there's you know life after or you can just be like that's just because that's how you feel right now because like you're like oh well, we existed out we never we didn't exist at one point and then we came into existence you know but like that whole i think there is security in the whole idea of you no know, there is more there is whatever but there's also like I know um, with religion students, like that can be very scary for people with like 
who are afraid of being like judged and like you know be thrown to hell or some like horrible thing like the whole idea of if I don't get this right I'm fucked forever you know that yeah. that kind of thing yeah uh, which is you know that's not it's like, like I gotta go to confession this week right you know? exactly yeah if I, don't conf- if I miss one I'm gone dude yeah, I'm fucked yeah. you know <laughs> um, and that that's why I think it's so I, I so enjoy talking to different people who have those different viewpoints to kind of to see what they think about because some people they their beliefs are something I like wouldn't even expect or hadn't even dreamt of or something like that or or other people just kind of go like yeah like whatever like I don't know I don't really think about that stuff you know like it's you just... know what's an interesting belief is the idea that you live every single life that's ever been lived so I'd live my life I'd live someone who lived thousands of years ago I'd live your life we uh, all live each other's lives uh, so essentially if you're being nice to someone else or mean to them you're being mean to yourself or nice or whatever so I is it like one, one life divided into like different consciousness that kind of idea like is that I, when I died in the life that I'm living now as right. Jack I might end up being AJ okay. after I die when he was a baby. Oh, so it's not, con- it's not limited but by time or anything. It's kind of just... No, no. Okay. But it would be the same things that he's doing right now. I don't know exactly. No, I, I don't know enough about it. And I don't know if it also involves other animals or if right. it's just humans. I think it's it's very interesting um, with Eastern religions that like focus on the idea of reincarnation like yeah. back into animals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like the idea of depending on how you live your life will impact which you know path you take and what you're going to be like maybe you're a caterpillar because you did something you that caused that kind of the whole karma element i guess what would you want to be um, reincarnated as oh gosh i don't know what what animals are like most content i don't even maybe yeah. like a dog no, always... no dogs look so bored though they yeah, i don't i'm a falcon i don't want to fly falcon Ooh, yeah, yeah I, w- I want to fly a oh, duck you know what i saw today i was really interested yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool. swim walk fly yeah, we've discussed this cool. i yeah. saw l- let me let For me sure. recount this experience i had this very day i went paddle boarding um with my family and i saw this bald eagle perched in a tree i wasn't flying all and as we get closer it it saw us and it flew away and went down farther stream and later kept going and i saw it in a tree again and then it flew again and went down into the tree and then it kept going and then it flew out i didn't see it this time but it flew out and went across the bank and it was this for some reason it really impacted me the idea of like this one animal you know being present uh, like being present with us like watchful over his like his dominion in a way right like kind of that that look he's seeing us and not like flying far enough away where you know we wouldn't catch up to it but just a little bit farther and we're chasing a little bit it felt like this kind of communication almost back and forth and it and bald eagles and stuff you see they're just majestic like when you look at them like wings wingspan and flying like it's there's a reason we have that as our national animal like they just look amazing and so like seeing that it was so interesting and i remember even before, even before his flying, just seeing it like perched in that tree, the like almost the the serenity it had on its face, like just like the whole oh they're content right right like just something like, right the, like there's one thing about like animal it's instincts of just being top of the food chain right right just being there like just being present the their mission is like to survive and to continue and it's, there's there's no other element and it's that there's something interesting about that intrinsically like valuable of just having that poise and having that affirmation in yourself i think what you say about intrinsic value is true like you know if you squish a fly you know or kill an eagle (laughs) you know you know one has more intrinsic value than the other right and i was gonna say i think we've made a lot of really horrible afterlives for ourselves as humans (laughs) like oh yeah we're gonna come back as like a bug right or yeah i'm coming back at some slug i'm gonna get stepped on like it's not gonna be good we're gonna burn for eternity right like all these things it's like what if it you know socrates said before he died he was holding he was holding the chalice of cyanide or whatever they Mm -hmm. used to kill themselves 
and back then and uh he said he said two things he said if death is going to be like a rest a dark thing forever he said you know what what you know what's greater than this that's great you get to rest for eternity you know this mm. is complete like you know that's a good he's saying that's right. a good and then he said or if it's an afterlife situation you know i get to converse and have discourses with the people people before me you know people have died and you know what's mm -hmm. greater than that you know to find more truth you know he was always right. searching for truth and I think he found that. What do you guys think about the concept of eternity? The idea of like a life continued and like what more specifically, what um, would you need within that life to be satisfied since it, since it doesn't end? Would I remember? Cause if we're living in eternity now, right. technically, if we're just going to be reborn, right. I guess that's what it is. Just the thought of not remembering your past because you don't know that you are alive. Oh, now, so oh you mean like with fresh. the new life? Oh, okay. Gotcha. So like not retaining that consciousness. Now that makes me kind of sad. I right. I want a sense of time. <laughs> When, right. when we pass. I don't want a sense of time. Right. Yeah. I want to be, you know, just like animals in the moment. You know, I want to be right. fully conscious, but I, I don't want to have a sense of, you know. Right. You know, I feel like I we, have this, we have a set brain chemistry as humans. What happens when we die? We don't have a brain. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like we have all these set, like, triggers and whatnot. Like, what's right. it going to be like when we're these angelic beings or whatever? Right. What, what if I, all birds had human heads? <laughs> Jack's asking the real questions now. Now I, need, now I need to know. Well, I was going to ask it earlier. Oh, like, like little human heads? Yeah, like, I was yeah. just, I don't know. He said bald eagle. I was picturing like right. bald men with Like Mr. Bird. Clean? Like, right. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but they all were Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean's flying around. Be horrifying. Oh. Kill all birds. Yeah, no, I would, I would, yeah, I would second that. That's all terrifying. Right, you were going to say something, Andrew? <laughs> no, I don't even remember. That completely threw me for a loop. All right, so what do you guys think the meaning of life is to run it back? Whoa. I think I kind of already. I think it's subject. Subjective. Mm, in a right. way. Yeah, I think we all have this collective consciousness to find meaning. And, you know, I think everybody's going to find it. I, I think everybody will find meaning, even if it's a second before their death. Mm. Or, you know, even after their death. Because scientists have found that consciousness mm -hmm. continues on yeah. after mm. death. You know, so, like, what goes on then, I don't know. Right. I think it's, you know, and you hear near-death experiences are just insane. You know, right. like, people floating up to this light and, like, meeting these. It's crazy, you know, right. like. Yeah, you get hit with like a baseball bat or something, and that's what happens, and you come back. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's like that little that's... flashback thing with all the old memories that you? Oh, had? like a light flashing before yeah. your eyes. Well, yeah, when people Gosh. are bleeding out and stuff, you know, right. Mike told me he had his friends bleeding out. They're they're flat. They have the flashbacks, you know. Or suicide jumpers that survive, they right. see it too, and oh, they regret it. Like right. yeah, that's what I heard that like pretty much every single person who commits suicide while they're falling they, yeah they regret it and yeah. they're like no I could fix this yeah, there's and something think, to be said about that right like, and I think and, well that's what's so interesting about like human perception in general like we have mental illnesses and stuff that can impair just our perception of reality yeah. like think of people with schizophrenia or something like that's terrifying yeah. Yeah. and so the whole idea of like we are both we are both you know we live through this body to perceive our surroundings and understand the world and yet maybe there's like then I'm separate from that maybe there's more you know right there's this guy who who had t a terrible brain problem they couldn't figure out he was like he was like patting a fire hydrant he thought it was a child like completely thought it was a really? child he was just out there and it's actually a book called the man who mistook his wife for a hat because he thought his oh, wife no, was a hat. I've heard about that yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> this guy he's crazy oh there's there's one of my favorite poems I I I've probably mentioned this in the podcast but it's um, upon being cautioned to like avoid cliffside due to like a lunatic something like that is i'm paraphrasing but it's this whole idea of um the last line is he seemed uncursed with reason not to know the depth or duration of his well and it's this idea of this lunatic who is living by this cliffside who's crazy and all that stuff but in his insanity there is almost peace 
because he's not concerned with the things or he's not concerned with that stuff he doesn't have nice felicities as the um, author calls it to worry about and it's like this idea of a an existence and a perception of beyond like in his own little world the whole idea of one human be thinking completely radically different like whether it's irrational or anything like that mm -hmm. Like that, that's crazy. What is a person with schizophrenia after they die? Do they, like, how does how does that translate, yeah, wonder, you know? That, True. Yeah. That's when I think about, like, when people talk about, oh. like, spiritual people, they're like, you create your own universe. You create mm. this own, like, image. You know, if you want to go crazy, you can. Like, if you want right. to believe your own fantasy, you really can. How often do you find yourself thinking about existence? That's a very good question. I think... I have existential crises yeah. pretty much any time I have like I'm left alone to think too long. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the higher consciousness. When there's, right. it's, it's like a predatory thing. It's like when you're in the less of a, like an area where there's no predator and it's it's calm or like early, you know, like the early mornings or the late right. nights. The higher consciousness kind of comes up and you think about these things. Like last night I was camping and it was like pouring down rain. Me and my buddy were just talking about this stuff the whole night. Right. Well, it's yeah. just weird. Even when I'm not alone, sometimes I'll just be with friends and I don't say anything. What the heck? Like me and this other animal are discussing right, right now on this crazy planet on right. this like on this rocket space. This, yeah, you know? it's just yeah. it's such a wild thought. Right. The fact that we're humans, the most intelligent being on on this planet right. as far as we know yeah, no, that, that whole, it's it's insane like i always think of like this is kind of going the same vein i think of how lucky i am to like to exist as a human and live in this period and be able to converse with these people like it's our life is so in our face we kind of forget how crazy it is like how no. this the fact that this is even happening why is no one talking about it you know right we're just flying around like right we just <laughs> that's why like you know you have people who are like nihilists too who just like don't care yeah or, like a fucking like nothing matters no, like yeah. whatever that, that's actually one of my favorite lines from the big lebowski it's like at least nihil nihilism's an ethos or whatever the fuck it's it's or maybe it was communism anyway um but the it, it's uh I don't know that that whole idea is so insane to me like and I think people who like stop to think I think some people just don't want to think about it some people like you, you start confronting them with mortality or existence or deeper meaning and they suddenly go no 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 let me focus on my job let me focus on my homework yeah. I don't want to think about that that is for other people I'm gonna and I, I can't I'm, I can't fathom that I can't imagine I have either. to yeah. think it out at least yeah not, not saying there's anything like morally wrong with that no, or anything, no, but like but the idea that you could that be way. content with not wanting to know more like ugh. yeah the stoic philosophers say ignorance is the worst evil right yeah no i feel that i well, feel like ignorance is running throughout our entire world our country to be specific everything, I yeah guess. everything i think we as humans believe we understand so much more than we do we understand an infinitesimal of of just the truth of the universe like not even measurable and we we are so content because we've you know built things or create things or worked together like we like no we get this like we understand and I think there the second you think you understand life that's when you you realize you don't you got it you have to keep searching you have to keep figuring out like you need to continually you know build your wisdom and build your knowledge however like whatever you know path lets you do that like that whole idea of it's like yeah I get it like okay like do you like like think mm. like I think just to search the journey for that that's that's part of it right that's the looking for answers the quest for knowledge like that's such a big i think reason for our existence but yeah. it's i think if there's a god he wants us to find out as much as we possibly right. can about why we are here exactly and i think you can find that by going and experiencing as many new things as you can yeah. or mm -hmm. helping other people people that's, that you don't right. know people that you do know going out there and not being scared to try something radically different from what you're used to you right. gain something maybe major maybe minor right. but from every little thing and the more you're shut in which a lot of us are now because we have our phones 
phones or laptops or whatever mm -hmm. it is. While it has value, we're more removed because right. of it than we should be, even though we're right. supposedly more connected, but we're not at right. the same time. Right. That's crazy. I think they're, they're talking about like getting connected with other people. There's the whole the concept and idea of love for me is very interesting. Not just like in the purely like not like just romantic sense, but the idea of caring so deeply about another person and valuing their life and valuing what they care about. And I think that that permeates so many things. When you genuinely love and care for the people in your life and you genuinely, you know, want to help them, want to do things for them, that is meaning of life shit. Like that is kind of like when you, like we were talking about way before, like how the whole, if aliens came to see us, like why do you guys depend on each other? Yeah. Like why do you guys care about each other? The whole idea deep down even if we fuck up because humans are we fuck up all the time yeah you know there there is a deeper level of community and caring about each other and building each other up and i think that that is something that is unique and is valuable well yeah love is an interesting thing and its introduction and development in our lives is something that is crucial to the way we show that love to others you begin learning about love from your family and in turn give that unconditional love back to them for typically the rest of your life then you go outside of that and meet the people who become your friends and develop genuine care for their well-being and provide them with support which is essentially love right then there's the first time you're infatuated with someone and sometimes if the connection is strong enough that turns into your first romantic version of love i think there's something so special about two people that find each other desirable at the same time and at the same place there's times where you'll like someone or someone likes you but the feeling isn't reciprocated however when it is it can't be beat like navigating this crazy life with someone that loves you just the same outside of that family circle provides a sense of security that's just one of a kind get that yeah oh. i think i think war is incredible to look at because mm. the worst parts of humanity but also the best parts of humanity come out right you know and i think you're saying the meaning of life is like pure love and you see people like throw themselves on hand grenades yeah. for their like for their brothers and these are a lot, a lot of times just strangers like a few months before whatever you know it's incredible that, and i think those are the people that are going to get like that that heaven that right. you know that that if we're talking about afterlife you know right. people who you know and i think it's in the bible it's like the what is it the, the oh. verse the verse well, yeah. no better thing to, yeah, the, to the lay, lay down, down your life, life for your friend. friend. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. There's no greater good. Right. There's yeah. no exactly. Yeah. I think I think you totally tapped it. In any in any sense, like when you think of like selfish motivation, just something to make yourself better. The second you act in something that isn't selfish, that's against kind of the laws of nature, right? Nature is self-preservation and continuing survival. The second you do something to go beyond that or to challenge that that is soul stuff right like that's that's not just i'm not an eagle trying to find food anymore now i'm i am i'm something else that understands one more element of life one more layer you know i think that comes with discipline right that you absolutely need that discipline to... equals freedom as they say there you yeah go. Well, right. AJ, you know all about discipline i mean what are your things that you think have helped you become a more disciplined person you first gotta apply it and that takes courage and like mm -hmm. you know to get to that point to be courageous enough to, to have discipline like a big thing was during the winter this year I, I would take freezing cold showers every morning I've been doing that yeah 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 so I mean, that, yeah it's <laughs> and it was just like little things like that you have to build on your discipline you know and you just keep doing it you know it's, it's like really not you know you gotta like tell yourself it's like you know it's not not that it's not that hard but it's like 
the, the feeling after you're just building you know you feel the sense of building you know mm. when you, you indulge in things you, you don't you know it's like a it's like you're expelling this force mm. you know but with discipline you build this you know right. sense of freedom because you know our egos are what control a lot of what we do and you know mm-hmm. if, if you um, have discipline you can kind of let go of your ego a little bit and you're you know you're just like this force it's, it's mm. hard to explain I think about that a lot when running I've been trying to take up like yep. during quarantine been trying to exercise a lot and always I've been doing this thing we're running or I'm doing home workouts where every time I think I'm done, I make myself go a little bit more. Yeah. And that little bit, there's so much value in pushing yourself more than you think, more than you think you can take. And that, like, for no other reason than just because I want, to, like, to go farther. Like, I know this hurts, but go. Like, but push. You know, like, that willpower you can summon up. It's, I don't know, it's it's free. It's like a, a whole separate muscle you're working in your mind, you know? Like, you're doing bicep curls, you're doing that, but you're also working in your head. Well, I heard some quote, you feel like you've used 100% of your energy, but you've mm-hmm. only used 40. Oh, that's a Navy, right. Navy SEAL quote. Oh, yeah, yeah there it's, you it's go. Like, it's, um, when, when you feel like you're completely done and spent, you're actually only 40% of what you can do. There you go. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Oh. Also, try cold showers, everybody. That is the best. I'm telling yeah, you. Really? Okay. So I'm like, a sucker for hot showers. You're gonna oh, have to me sell too. me on this, dude. I <laughs> no, like I, for me I too. I love the hot stuff. Right, too. right. <laughs> but I've been doing that. For yeah. one, you use way less water because you don't want to be in there that That's long. That's true. <laughs> it's good for your skin. Right. It wakes you up. If I do this insanely uncomfortable thing in the morning, there's nothing else during the day that that uncomfortable. That's true. No, like yeah, that. No, I, like I mean, that I don't know. There's a lot of value in it. But no, I agree. It's up to y'all. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this right. this was a very informative i yeah. really enjoyed this episode. me I think too i think it'll be really cool good things. so aj thank you for yeah, coming in for and talking here, about these big topics yeah, i like being a fine end man right yeah, absolutely man. welcome we'll any to do another one that's right all right see you guys